0: radio. Good evening, welcome back to the show, everyone, here on Song Talk Radio. This is the show where we talk to songwriters all about the craft of songwriting with the goal that at the end of the show, each and every one of us will learn three new things on how to write better songs. And we usually do, sometimes even more. I am your host today, uh, Phil Emery, and um, my co-host today is um, songwriter extraordinaire and uh, songwriting educator, Susan Catenio. Been on the show many times. Hi, Susan. How are Hello. You?
1: <laughs>
0: you just got back from a songwriting retreat.
1: I did. I did. I was teaching uh, at a retreat called Summer Songs in New York State, and it was really, really fun, and It was great. Great to be teaching again, and great to be uh, to be able to work with so many talented people. It was really cool.
0: it right. a full week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, our guest today is a um, is a new songwriter, and uh, hope he's not going to be too uh, nervous, uh, you know, for being on the show because it's uh, it's a big deal. His name's uh, Neil uh, Moody. Neil uh, Neil Moody. Welcome on the show, Neil. I'm going to
2: start being moody if you keep up that charade, Phil.
0: <laughs> i tried to do a bit. <laughs>
2: oh, we are doing a bit. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> a,
2: we're just right <laughs> just just in I'm going to take a bite out of your bit there.
0: <laughs> During the show, nice. don't forget, you can send us uh, your thoughts and your impressions at feedback at songtalk.ca. Um, Neil, you got, uh, um, an article to start off with, I think that you found. Oh yeah. So one, one of my, uh, one of my
2: favorite, um, authors of late, uh, Ted Goya, um, who's, who's not a musician. He's a historian and a writer and, and uh, with a keen passion for music, um, history. And I, I read one of his uh, books about, um, about how you know revolutions in music over history have always been perversions from like the down up as opposed to uh, the, the top down um, mm. sort of thing like like very subversive like everything all the revolutions have been subversive in nature um, mm. throughout history which is a really fascinating book um, and he recently wrote an article on the website the honest broker um called uh the actually this is i guess this is his, his website called honestbroker.com. um and uh he starts out uh, the number of songs in the world doubled yesterday did you even notice an artificial intelligence company in delaware boasted in a press release that it that it had created 100 million new songs that's roughly equi- equivalent to the entire catal- catalog of music available on spotify and of course this is this is artificial intelligence at work right and um yeah. You know, and and of course, you know, you read the article, and it's like, yeah, but are they any good? <laughs> What's the, is the key question. But um, yeah, quantity over quality is 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 the, the driving thing. And this is only the start of the uh, of the artificial intelligence revolution. I mean, you know, number of songs in the world doubled in one day.
1: So, so, it, but how do you feel about that? I got, I'm so curious because for me, it I, I feel I feel a little bit like. I'm a Luddite in the sense that I still believe that you should do the work to get to the song. And I believe that there's important lessons that are learned in doing the work, but how do you guys feel about AI? How how are you feeling about that?
2: I think it's a tool like, like any other. Um, my mind was blown about seven months ago when I got this new virtual singing software, which is artificial intelligence driven and And from a, from a creativity standpoint, it has enabled me to complete songs for these challenges for, for other challenges. For like we for, like were talking about Chad's group uh, before we, before we start recording here. Um, uh, Chad Schenk uh, from Minnesota's at-home songwriting group. I completed a couple of songs for that. And and, and because I'm not a strong singer, it would take me a lot longer to like practice the crap out of it, record it, do some pitch correction. And then if I want to change a lyric, I got to set up a microphone again, change, record it again, suffer through that experience and then months and months later i might actually finish the thing whereas here i just record the part with midi throw on a voice (laughs) and it does the rest for me it's kind of remarkable um that being said i mean what he's talking about you know composition wise and actually writing stuff you know like like he's saying like like this is all like the 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 ai in, in the same ways that that we that we operate, we take all our influences, all all the songs that we write are products of all the songs we've heard in one form or another. True. I mean, True. we're we're bringing together different elements of different things and in artificial intelligence is why it's called an artificial intelligence because it's kind of doing the same thing. Albeit the results tend to be at this point, anyway, tend to be very vanilla, very ordinary, very conventional, you know? So yeah. Are they any good? Probably not right now. In the future, we we may not be able to tell the difference (laughs) between an AI written song and one written by a bona fide human, you know, and even even, it's been going on for a long time now. I mean, you know, a lot of humans write repetitive, conventional, vanilla, just Mm -hmm. copy of what the last hit was. Yeah, that's true. Kind of manufactured songwriting. I mean... You know, is, is and now we just get, you know, millions more of them every day than than humans can ever crank out. Mm. I don't
0: know. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's well, I mean, I've tried some of the um AI tools in my um, you know, my marketing practice and I've never been able to get anything useful out of them. Um I think in my experience that may be just because I'm not good at using them yet. Um But my sense is if you're not sure what you want, they're very good because they'll come up with something as opposed to, um, you know, as opposed to like starting off with nothing and you trying to come up with an idea. My problem is I come up with, I have very clear and solid ideas. So the AI hasn't really been able to help me with that because I actually already know what the end is. And for writing copy, the copy is usually so poor that it's – there's no advantage to me, so I'd be able to write it twice as fast anyways. So, um I'm not sure. It's. I was hoping that robots would be doing more of the vacuuming and the yeah, uh. Right? Laundry. Can't, can't uh, the they laundry? be cleaning
1: up the the plastic in the ocean? And yeah. can't they be reinventing yeah. a new energy source? And yes. I mean, can't, can't they be doing that instead yeah. of going doing into harsh. the nook and cranny that was the only thing that we that we can, yeah. you know. That yeah. that beautiful pristine thing called yeah. imagination and creativity. Yeah. I just, well, I'm, oh. I'm sure, i I'm
2: sure, that, I'm sure that people working on robots to do all that other stuff too. It's just, it's just that doesn't make the news, right? Yeah, well, okay. maybe. Well, what, what about you, Susan? Like you said, you're you're self-professed luddite. <laughs> what you?
1: I just think that uh, we we probably could talk for five hours about this. So I won't yeah, talk yeah. too long. But I'm just saying, like the example Neil of you, like getting the shortcut to singing, right? So maybe if I think about singers that are not kind of perfect, I, I don't know, somebody like I just was reading Patty Smith's book. Hmm. Patti Smith is not a perfect singer.
3: No. And people what?
1: love her imperfection in her voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she had an AI and she was insecure about how she sounded, we would never hear. We would never have heard Patty Smith because it would have been it would have been vanillaized. Because Mm -hmm. and who knows, maybe she was never insecure about her voice. But, you know, she's somebody, she's not like Celine Dion, who's like Mm -hmm. a standard singer. And I think for for me, the exercise of you like singing, actually singing and Mm -hmm. learning how to use your voice, whether your voice is considered like good by, you know, Celine Dion standards, who cares? There might be something human in it. There might be something emotional in it that we are not going to hear because you're not singing your song. I don't know. I just feel like, oh God.
2: No, no, and I can totally appreciate that. And 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 yeah. I'll admit that this is a new thing for me. It's only a few months old, yeah. and I'm, I'm fascinated with it. And and it's and it's kind of incredible that I can at least get my my output to a certain point that you know I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. You know, uh, does it sound? like a normal kind of conventional singer. Yeah. Does that have my personality? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. No, of course not. Right. So there are, there are those things. And I mean, I'm in a position where I'm not, you know, looking to make a career out of this. It's, 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 right. it's very much a passion project and a, and a, and a amateur hobbyist standpoint. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not yeah. even pushing for here's a song. Can someone else, Sing it. Right. Sing it and make a make a hit out of it. I'm not even looking right. for that necessarily. I'm just I just found this tool. I think it's amazing and I'm using it. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of where it ends. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the same, it's the same with my virtual, like I don't play guitar either, but I do mm. it on my keyboard through these. I wouldn't say they're artificial intelligence, but there is a little bit of that going on sure. in some of these like pattern-driven plugins where you just hit one note and it repeats this strumming pattern on the guitar. And Right. You know, and I could put in the effort to try and learn how to play guitar. I've tried before; didn't get very (laughs) far. Stick
1: to my stick to my keys. (laughs) But you're still playing something. You're still like I'm still still creating something, right? You're still creating something. So writing the lyrics, I'm still writing the melodies. Yes, but and I think for me, like when it starts getting where, I mean, USA songwriting. Just I just got an email that they're like, you know, they're accepting songwriting um you know, entries for their songwriting contests and they're allowing people to use AI to write songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. I- I'm That's just huge. like, I don't know. I think for me, it's like, you know, it's kind of like if I, if I go, if I start at A, right? And I write through A into B and eventually I end up with C is my song, right? I did the process of that to get to C. I, I started with A, but I ended up with C. And maybe... B, which didn't get finished that time, would end up becoming another song. But yeah. I would never have discovered B if I went automatically to C. I, I wouldn't have done A and B to get to C. And yeah. and so I just I feel it it feels like I'm a little dramatically like, it's the end of the world. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. um But I also believe that, uh, you know, I feel like there's going to be like a tribe that are like, no, we do it the original way. And then there'll be people Mm -hmm. like, we only do it the AI way. And I don't know. I guess I'm on the, I'm still on the original way.
0: (laughs) There is a lot of of thought about one of the reasons why so many kids want to play keyboards now is that it's a lot easier to get good sounding things out of a keyboard versus learning how to play the guitar, Mm -hmm. which takes time to be able to, You know, even get to the point where you can move around and do some chords, it does take some time. Not a huge amount, but it does take some time. Um, I've been on some forums and you'll have some person say, oh, I've been playing music for two years and, you know, I don't seem to be getting any better. I'm going, two years is nothing. You know, like uh, a violinist is going to be—you know—a professional violinist has gotten there after, you know, fifteen, twenty years of, of work. Right, you know,
1: right. it I, takes I started time. playing
2: piano when I was like fourteen. By the time I was sixteen,
1: right? I, what I mean, flying. what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's
0: it, yeah, it's, it's fine by my standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, don't it's I don't know, I don't know. But um, for our listeners, nope. <laughs> For our listeners out there, why don't you send us an email at feedback at songtalk.ca and uh, let me know if uh, you're worried about getting replaced by a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> Or is it going to be fighting the robots? <laughs> well, personally, I welcome our new metal overlords and want them to know that as someone who works in marketing, I can help spread the word and get other humans to tow under their ungodly leadership. So there you go. Just for all yeah, the robots. Right right to out sell, us, to sell right right out humanity in a second, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and of course, th- this is not the end of this discussion because we'll be getting to tonight's nice, um, topic. I'm going to be, I'm going to be bringing this, this bad boy back. <laughs> <For
0: Okay. minutes>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so modes. Um, yeah. So this, uh, this is Neil's entrance into the um, uh, competition of 2023 writing a song? To challenge. Challenge, it's a competition. Well, it's actually not. It is, it is just no, a challenge. There's no winners and losers in this game. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, so it's the Challenge 2023 uh, Challenge. Write a song in a mode you're not um, familiar with. Now, I've run into an interesting situation with my songs because I usually write, start off writing something and then get distracted. So I've come up with a couple of ideas, but I'm not re- I know they're in modes, but I don't know what modes they're in. I'm pretty sure they're in a mode, but I'm not really sure if, what mode they're in. It's very weird.
1: Can you sing the scale of your song or even the scale of the section at the time? Um, well, one has... It's it's a major chord,
0: but the bass line is walking down uh, chromatically.
3: Um, okay.
0: So it's doing that, and it's... Um,
1: and is it is it hitting chords at the time or is it just yeah. it, are they like passing tones on your way? Uh, you know no, I, I mean? think
0: the real the real the real chords. Huh.
2: um you're almost certainly modally interchanging if that if you're doing that. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple ones. There's uh one which is actually like da mm-hmm. um, which which is a really fun song because it's I was very proud that I managed to get a melody which just walks uh half tones up and down yeah um, and, and, and I think I, that's,
2: I think that's fine Phil because like we're we're being very open with this with this challenge. We're not saying you have to adhere to any one particular thing. Just play around with modes. That's yeah. really
0: what but the challenge I should, is. I should be able for, for, to say what mode it is.
2: Well, I, I, I suppose, and, and 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 to do it on purpose. I, I, I guess that's the thing. I mean, for me, the challenge yeah. was writing in a mode and sticking to it because I've done a lot of what you're talking about, the chromatics. I mean, a piano player, of course, we do chromatics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? and. Um,
3: and uh,
1: and that that specific example makes me think it's maybe not a mode but you're writing in the blue scale because you've got the do re me like you're you're you're, you might be in a blue scale as opposed to actually in a mode and the dorian mode is similar to the blue scale but a little bit different so you could be writing in a scale also Mm -hmm. i know that probably like throws every. I don't mean to confuse it confuse no, everybody, it's, it's, but <laughs> might be an I, mean, interesting, at, a bit interesting.
2: I suppose at a certain point if you just pick a group of seven notes, whatever the yeah. semitone, tone semitone, whatever the whatever the sequence of semitones and semitones is and confined to an octave, and you stick to those notes, it's a mode it may not right. be one of the common modes, but yeah right. that's true you know it's a it's a, it's a mode like any other so, um, yes yeah, so Neil, tell us about your process to write uh your your entry. So w- when we started this challenge, I I quickly arrived at the the notion that I've I've heard and and it makes a certain amount of sense that a lot of classic rock songs, which I know was a very very broad term, <laughs> were written in Mixolydian. Mixolydian is kind of a go-to, you know, for for blues rock because it's got that flat seven in it compared to the major, and 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 so I, I thought to myself, well, why don't I write a classic rock song. Um, in Mixolydian, and and the other part to that was I had an idea for a song um, a while back uh, with with just the 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 title and the central idea, and I never got around to writing it. But I knew that the song was about nostalgia and about stuff is changing, and I wish stuff didn't and and you know the good old days kind of kind mm-hmm. of thing, and. And I thought, well, that seems appropriate if I'm going to write a classic rock song. <laughs> it's, it's, everything's a throwback in, in in this in this context, right? So, which, which 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 kind of excited me. Okay, so that's kind of cool. And 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 the other thing, of course, was that um, I've never I've, I've played around with modes by accident many many times. I love borrowing chords from other. Like I'll start in major, I'll throw in a, a flat three just cuz, you know, it sounds kind of cool. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, I thought it was the cleverest thing when I put a, a major five chord into a minor key. And then I found out that the composer has been doing that for eons. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, it's not that original, <laughs> but it was one of my favorite things to do. Um, and you know, it, it, but, but for me, the challenge was, uh, working in Mixolydian and sticking to Mixolydian because right. my my tendency would be like oh bridge okay now I'm going to modulate to something else into a different mode something else but I, I forced myself to stick within within Mixolydian um, for the for the entire song and but um, he, here's the interesting here's one interesting thing that I discovered along the way and we talked about this I think a couple of weeks ago Phil that it, you were saying with with one of your with one of your ideas for for your song. You start in Lydian or something like that, but then halfway through your chord progression, you kind of find your way back into major or back into minor or or something like that. And on, on our resource page uh, this is back in January, I did a little video um because we we talked on the podcast, how I was started playing around with and Mixolydian. And I did a little video where I I wrote a little chord progression in Mixolydian on, on my piano and, nice. and sort of demonstrated how I how I came up with it. The video that's up there was my take two of that video. My take one was that um, I was fooling myself into believing that um, I was actually in Mixolydian, where in fact I was I was starting in Mixolydian and 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 sort of finding my way back into F major instead of being in in in, in F in F Mixolydian. Because the first video I did with the, with that example was that. Um, I had actually got my panel loaded up here. I have have an F major, and if I go up the normal chords, G major, sorry, G minor as a two chord, um, A minor as a three chord, B flat major, uh, C major, D D minor, E diminished, which we can bracket because, um, sorry, E diminished, (laughs) Um, which we can bracket because we're probably not going to use that, and then back to your F major. Now in F mixolydian, um, that, that, that leading tone, the E natural that leads you to the F turns into an E flat. Right? So then your chords, um, become F major, G minor, the same. Your A minor in, that was in major then turns into an A diminished because right, it has that because it has that um that e flat in it b flat major remains the same it's your four chord um your five chord actually turns into a minor c minor instead of c major d minor is the same but your seven chord becomes um a, a a major chord e flat e flat major the first time i did that video i fooled myself into it i, I started playing around with chords f b flat a minor you know and trying to incorporate the e flat doing doing something like that but i kept going to a minor, not a diminished, because I'm used to being in a major key and playing a minor thir- uh, minor three chord. So I, I actually recorded the video going, "Mixolydian is so cool. There's no diminished chord in it. You get four, you get you get three majors and four ma- minors to play with." <laughs> and I thought You're it was, the, I thought it was the neatest thing. And then I, I was, I was like two seconds away from from publishing this thing on YouTube. And then I realized, wait a minute. Mm it's an, it is actually in a diminished chord. And that's when I realized that every note around the circle of fifths, no matter what key you're in, no matter what mode you're in, you always, always, even Locrian, you have three major chords, three minor chords, one diminished, every single one. And it's all yep. balanced. And this yes. is, this is the amazing thing about our system of music is that, you know, with equal temperament and everything, everything is even all the way or all the way around the circle of fifths. And and so, and so that that totally made sense. That that the diminished chord in whatever mode you're in, you know, in in major, it, it's the seven chord. that's diminished in in mixolydian. It ends up being the three chord in lydian. It's I don't even know what it is. I think it's the two chord <laughs> or something. Um, you know, like the, the it, it where it where it is moves depending loses position in the scale depending on where you are in the mode. But that was just kind of a kind of moment for me you know look how look how beautiful our system of music is it's all this whole yeah. balance and everything everything always always works out right
1: another so, way th- oh sorry yeah yeah
2: please, please Susan, go ahead
1: i was gonna say like a, a way that i kind of like to think about it is um you know so a diatonic scale is any scale that has seven notes in it and the relationship between those notes is five whole notes and two half notes. That's really Great. all you have to remember. Yeah. So every single mode is seven notes and the distances between them is five whole notes and two half notes. Where those half notes and whole notes happen, that's what determines which mode it is.
0: Right.
1: So I always remember seven, five, and two. I don't know why that's... I'm always like, okay, so that's... Mm. I'm going to figure it out. Five whole tones, two half tones. Yeah. Or five yeah. whole notes and two semitones. So... Yeah. Yeah, you Absolutely. almost yeah, have not, to not think about it. Every single mode.
0: Yeah. You almost have to think about it. Really, I think some people think about um, you know the individual notes, but you almost really should be focusing on the intervals, the space, like the
1: the space between the notes, between exactly. the notes, really, as yep. opposed yeah. to thinking yeah.
0: one. Because that I think that's what threw me off a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it it is it is a little bit
2: tricky. At least it was tricky for me to to you know to force myself to stay within within mixolydian but but through that the 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 biggest thing i found out just from a sort of tone perspective is that because in major you get that very distinctive 5 1 exactly. relationship in mixolydian you don't have that you don't have that major 5 it's a minor 5 right so you have to resort to subdominant chords or so the four, four to one.
0: Right? The four to one or the seven to
2: one. Oh, okay. Right, because cool. the seven is a major chord. And right. and it and it it doesn't have quite that that what well, we say a dominant pull. It's more of a subdominant pull. It's got a pull back to your home chord, but not as strong.
1: Right. Exactly. Right? So
2: mm-hmm. major so the way the way I'm thinking about it now is major scale songs tend to be kind of nursery rhymey. They're very They do have that leading tone, the seven-to-one kind of thing, Mm -hmm. the semitone relationship there. And they really pull you back to to your your one, to your home base, right? Mixolydian is very, very similar to that, but it's a little bit smoother. Yeah. It's a little bit mellower. It's not, the contrast
1: lines are a little softened. Right. Right? Well, and I I don't think they're, I mean, and even like when you sing the scale, so, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, The T is like, please God resolve me to do. You just have this constant, like, T do. As opposed to when you do mixo, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, te, te. It doesn't have, I don't, te, T do. I don't have that, like, need. It almost wants to resolve, te, la. Yeah, it wants to. It almost wants wants to resolve downward as opposed to. This intense like buildup of like oh my god I've got to get to the tonic I for me like when I have that flat seven in there or the minor seven I feel like there isn't this it's kind of like what you said Neil where there I don't feel in a rush I don't feel like I'm like oh we have gotta get to the tonic it's more like we can relax a little bit I don't know a little bit yeah Yeah. we we can we
2: can can hang on that seven a little bit
1: yeah totally yeah
2: without without resolving so so that's the kind of thing I discovered that is kind of kind of a smoother, kind of a smoother journey. And yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and less contrast. Um, and then, so back to our, our discussion about the AI I had, so I had the idea um, that the title of the song is called shoelaces. And then the experience was, this was a few years ago I was shopping for shoes and and all the shoes I could find were either loafers or they had Velcro straps on them. And nobody seemed to be selling shoes with shoelaces. I really like shoelaces. I like being able to tie things strongly, Velcro straps, all always- these loosen up loafers just tear my heels to shreds it's there no other kind of shoes do me right and i'm like oh crap i'm old (laughs) i'm not i'm not (laughs) not digging the new the the new kicks whatever i'm feeling old now i just want my old-fashioned shoelaces like what's wrong with old-fashioned shoelaces all you kids are wrong (laughs) on this on this get off my lawn get off my lawn right and um (laughs) And, and and of course, I'm, of course, I'm living like a millennial in a tiny condo, so I have no lawn day for you to <laughs> for you to get off of. Yeah. But if
1: I did, you'd get off it. I'd, I'd yell at myself. you. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the
2: hallway. Um, so so, I, but I kind of I kind of sat on that idea. It was kind of it was kind of tucked away. I was like, okay, maybe one day I'll write a song called "Shoelaces" about this idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then when this thing came up, and I started thinking about classic rock songs, I'm like, yeah, you know what? "Shoelaces" would make a good classic rock song. Thanks. <laughs> and, it would, cool. and, it would, and it would feel good in mixed up <laughs> so, st- so you started off with the title i started off with the title cool and 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 i wrote a and i wrote a chorus with the melody and and the and the the chords and the mixolydian chords and everything and i was like this is great and i sat on that for like a month because then i kind of got stuck there i didn't know what to i didn't know in the verses if i wanted to be like should i extend the shoelace metaphor should I, should I talk about walking and, and and tying up and and all this sort of stuff, or should I go to, for something a little more real life, like things that that I experienced as a younger person and what I liked about them and all that sort of things? I grappled with this back and forth, and I couldn't come up with anything that was reasonable. So I resorted to Chat GPT, and I was like, "Write me a song about nostalgia." It was terrible, like you said. Mm. It, it was it was gar- It was so vanilla and so ordinary that was like this is. Awful. Okay, so write me a song about nostalgia called shoelaces. Aha. ChatGPT took that metaphor and spun it in a way that I would never think of because it was awful. <laughs> it was really, really bad. <laughs> no, this is really, really dumb. And and so I went back and forth a little bit with the ChatGPT thing. And and eventually I, I, I took ChatGPT's verse, sort of tweaked it a little bit and just stuck with it fully knowing that i'm going to write my own verse after this but it got me into the verse and maybe forced me to sort of develop the chord progression and the melody of the verses and, and get some kind of structure to the song right and once i had that then i could go back and put a little bit more meaning into the verses a little more me into the verses so that it becomes something that's my song um the, um, the other thing that I wanted to incorporate in the song, which I've never done before, is like la-las or da-das or oo-oos mm. or something like that. I've never done that. I've always been very lyric, like it's got to be a meaningful word all the way through. Um, but again, I th- thought classic rock song, I do this all the time, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a thing. So I threw in a little bit of, of that. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of virtual um, electric guitars. Um, I don't know what else to say about it.
0: So and this um, song being uh, why is the song in Mixolydian? Is it because you have an E flat major
1: 7?
2: Yeah, it's the seven chord is a major flat. Is a is a what did I say? Seven chord is a major.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's flat seven. Because <laughs> the note chord. Is,
2: is 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 flattened. The seven note right. is flattened.
0: Um. Yeah, and the but other it, ones. Yeah, but isn't it E flat major seventh? Um, Doesn't that mean that the 7 is actually not
2: flattened? E flat 7 would be, but E flat major 7 uses the diatonic 7. So it's...
0: Yeah, yes, yes. As opposed to... Yeah, yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: (laughs) We're, We're agreeing, but we're arguing.
3: No, that's British You do
2: this thing. Every once in a while. You <laughs> do that night. <laughs> um
0: okay, well, why don't we take a listen to it and then we can talk about it? Sure. All right, here we go. hit it.
4: days gone past We'd bike round till our chains went dry Sweetest fresh air Forest and riverside If it works, don't fix it If it fits, don't Change it Give me my shoelaces Da-da-da-da I wanna hold on to
3: something strong Give me my shoelaces Da-da-da-da I've had the wrong
4: Shoot the shit past dinner time No one would know Know that we were right outside Simple lives are long gone Faded away with all the fun Da, da da da. I wanna hold on to something strong. In my shoelaces.
3: Da 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 da. I've had the wrong fit for too long.
4: As I walk. Not
3: a good day.
4: Da, 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 da I wanna
3: hold on to something strong Give me my shoelaces Da, 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 da I've had the wrong fit for too
4: long Give me my shoelaces
2: That guitar solo really sounds like I wrote it on my piano, doesn't it? <laughs> so piano guitar solo.
1: Who is singing?
2: Uh, one of those virtual singers. His name is Kevin.
1: Ah, oh, Lord. Unreal. He's not a real
2: singer?
3: Not a it's real like singer. A-
2: It's like an AI. It's like all the things are sampled, but then the AI engine sort of puts together the words that you enter into the lyric and you can can adjust the can adjust the vibrato, you can adjust the dynamics, the breathiness. It's kind of of insane.
0: But it is great. It does help you get to a point where you can hear it and you're not thinking, oh, well, the vocals are off and, you know, because I know... Sometimes in our meetups, we have to remind people saying, "Look, it's not about how well someone sings. That's not the point of the exercise." But it's and hard for I, people to. Yeah. And if I want to bring this song,
2: say to my band, we have a perfectly capable, great singer, and I can show this to the band to be like, "This, this is the vision. Like this, this is what I hear." Mm. Right, and, and it's and it's clearer than, than trying to
0: fudge through it. <laughs> what you think, mm-hmm. uh, Susan? Mm-hmm.
1: Thinking I don't like that, (laughs) but that's okay. It's okay. No, um, so I'm thinking Kevin uh is mistressing some words, and Mm. that is kind of driving me crazy. Oh Mm. boy, okay. Give me my shoelaces. How do you say that?
2: How do you say
1: that? How do you say that word? Shoelaces. Shoelaces. Yeah. So, so he, give me he... my shoelaces. Laces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laces. So we're not it it would be give me my shoelaces. Shoelaces. So you need to kind of restructure your melody because yeah. it's it's asking me to emphasize the second part of that word. Right. And that's really not how we say it. So every time you know, I know that there's a lot of misdressing out in the world. You know, Tori Amos is famous for it, Alanis yeah. Morissette. Uh, even Taylor Swift has done it. But I think that what happens when you misdress stuff is that we fall in love with how it sounds rather than what it's saying. Because we're yeah. like, oh, that's cool. What's he saying there? Instead of like just getting the lyric. Yeah. So giving my shoelaces. Give me my shoelaces. Instead of giving my shoelaces. Laces. Right. And and then there <laughs> was another one also in the chorus. I want to hold on. Wait, uh, give me my shoelaces. I want to hold, hold, yeah, hold on, on. To, to, to something, something strong. strong. Yeah. You wouldn't say to. I want to hold on to something strong. We lose. I want to hold on to something strong. Yeah, Two Ooh. is a tiny little word that does not need to be in a down-stressed position. But Kevin... Ooh has sung it in a downstressed position.
2: That's, that, that's honestly, Kevin, that, 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 that's me. That that, that, was oh, me okay. putting, that was me putting the melody right there.
1: Oh, okay, so if you were going to say it, I want to, I love the melody change. I want to hold, mm. that's really nice because it holds, right? Yeah. I want to hold on to something strong. So two is like a tiny little word that doesn't get any attention at all. We just, mm. I want to hold on to something strong. We want something strong and hold on. Those are the most important important words words, in that line. So, yeah, sorry.
2: (laughs) No, 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 I I, I appreciate this, and I brought this song to our our meet-up, and and one person just pointed out the shoelaces thing. It's memorable. People in the group were like, I didn't hear that, and it didn't bother me. (laughs) I would like to push back on that. I agree with
0: you. (laughs) Push Um, back. Push um, back, Phil. (laughs) I agree with Susan with the um, the two. It does kind of Mm -hmm kind of jarring but the thing is with the sho- shoelaces it is a hook and it does grab you and <clears throat> i do understand that you're talking about you know uh, you know what the song means but that's going to be the thing that people grab onto because it is a little bit weird shoelaces i mean it's kind of weird whereas when you sing it straighter i think it it sounds maybe a little bit more broadway um, whereas, because that was one of the things that really kind of grabbed my ear, uh, shoelaces. I mean, like, you know, you don't say it that way, but we also don't say, um, hope, we, we'll, you know, hope we don't all fade away. But so. Or we
1: don't say when the rain washes you clean, you'll know. Yeah. yeah. You will know. But, but once again, for me, because it's the hook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only, you know, if it were like, when the rain washes you, right? I'm I'm yeah. just hearing that. Or, yeah. you know, in Taylor Swift's Blank Spaces, uh, there was, she's got a line called, got a long list of ex-lovers, got a long list of mm-hmm. ex-lovers. Yeah, yeah. And everybody thought she was saying, got, got a long list Starbucks lovers. To the point where like Starbucks was like, Thank you so much for writing about us in your song. Yeah, her and ma- and her and mom was like, why are you writing about Starbucks? And
2: that's, and that's the question for, sure. for me, Susan. Does, it, it, is it so egregious that, it, that you mistake that word for something else?
1: I just don't think you really understand what the meaning of it is. I think it's like I'm just kind of falling in love with the sound of it. I agree with yeah. Phil. Totally catchy. <laughs> I don't even care what you're saying. But once again, I don't even care what you're saying. I want to care what you're saying because you have uh, actually a really cool hook mm-hmm. and a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I don't love it because certainly, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of once again, uh Alanis Morissette, uh, that song, You're Uninvited. But you, oh, yeah. you're all alone. You're uninvited. An unfortunate slight. An unfortunate slight. Mm-hmm. An unfortunate slight. Mm. I'm like, well, I don't know what she's saying there, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think because it's the hook, I think that there would be a way to solve it Mm. by just changing the melody note of shoe. Mm. Because if you gave shoe equal, equal uh, attention, give me my shoe laces, then we would understand shoe a little more right now we're losing shoe we're just yeah. getting laces right,
2: right now shoe is on the downbeat, but the right. laces is the money note right
0: yeah. right but you also Hold need like me. that i mean that hook line we're putting a lot of focus on this line but the using yeah. my shoelaces that's the first half and then you have the da 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 yeah um now what you could do i was thinking there is um is actually have like a musical sort of like a guitar thing I mm-hmm. uh, like do, to da, 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 because it's like, or think about, um, Neil Diamond's, um, sweet, you know, Caroline that goes, sweet Caroline, ba, ba, ba. and everyone oh, yeah, does yeah. that, yeah. but you know, that could be a great place for having like a, a guitar hook or a musical mm-hmm. thing that people would kind of do that. Um, hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, cause it is so, a great line.
1: Well, and one thing also I thought is that, um, you might want to think about what vowel sound you're saying there, right? So you could do "giving my shoelaces a a a Like, do you know what I mean? It could mm. be an extended part of the a sound, and that mm. might work better than the da, because I'm not sure that where the da is coming from. Yeah, it's, it was it was kind right? of
2: random. It was like uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. or oh, mm. giving my shoelaces. I think oh, might might work a little better than than da. But it, mm-hmm. I like the fact that you – I love that. I love that. I love putting
3: that in a song.
2: Yeah. I, I don't. It's not a normal thing for me. It's very. I, I, I want word. I want. I want. Yeah, meaningful word in there. But yeah,
0: I was in a, in kind of a band and I kept on trying to do that, and the um, and the bass player kept on replacing it with words because he hated <gasps> those no! things. It was very annoying. because no! it was something I didn't do very often. I sort of thought, oh, this worked really well, but he wanted to. Yeah, mm. but, but that's nice. okay. Actually, I I thought this was a really great song. I was was quite impressed. The one thing is you have um, kind of this chord between the pre-chorus and the chorus, and you don't need it Mm. because it doesn't do anything. It's just kind of, like, it would be so much powerful because you have, not only is it lyrically an exclamation, give me my shoelaces, um, which sounds almost like an old Jewish man, give me my shoelaces! (laughs) Um, (laughs) But if you have, like, the pre-chorus going right into the chorus, the chorus becomes that much bigger. Whereas the jump, 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 just, it doesn't, like, it didn't seem to, it doesn't seem to need, need there. It's not like it's... And maybe one time you can do it to sort of and do it longer so that it builds it up. But Hmm. um, I think you just do it for like a bar or something. And I don't think it's, I don't think it needs it. Hmm. Okay.
2: We can look at that. I never really considered it without it. But
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it
1: hit harder. And I want to uh, talk about the lyric again. So um, I think that um, for me, I'm not sure you're writing to, Shoelaces. If yeah. I look at, if I just look at the lyric and, you know, kind of like all roads lead to the hook. So
3: mm-hmm. I need to
1: have something in there that gets me to the, to like suddenly I'm writing about shoelaces. And right now I don't have anything in there. I have you biking, right? Yeah. I get a description of nature and then I get, if it don't broke, don't fix it. And I don't know what that refers to. So I wonder if for me, if you were going to retool anything, I would make the pre-chorus, like I would write more to shoelaces, more to shoes and walking. And I mean, I wouldn't use too many. Like, I know you said, like, should I use walking? Should I use ties? Should I do that? But I think you have to get me there somehow. I think Mm. there has to be, because right now it's like I get biking and if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And I'm like, what isn't broke? The bike? Because that's the only thing you've given me to see. Mm. The bike and the forest. And then it's like giving me shoelaces. Wow, how did I get there? What what was the thought process that got me from bicycling in nature to this broad concept of if it isn't broke, don't fix it, to give me shoelaces? How are shoelaces going to fix it? Or how did shoelaces, how did they make that connection? Mm -hmm. I I think for me, I think of like uh, ET or lean on me as far as, Movies that I think of when I hear this song, the idea of like kids on bikes, Mm. you know, those were. If your pre-chorus said, "Ah, those were the old days of of uh, kids and kids and uh, ice cream trucks," I wish, wish I could get them back. Give me Mm. my shoelaces. If your Mm. pre-chorus led me there, it wouldn't come out. Kind of so surprising Hmm. and then I think your second verse right now your second verse doesn't say anything you parked back at home we'd shoot the shit past dinner time no one would know that we were right outside well tell me that what did you do tell me what you did like we sat outside skipping rocks on the sidewalk um, you know waiting for the ice cream truck to come around Uh, The summer sun was, it was fading as we, um, I don't know, other things that like young kids do, like, you know, as we uh, played tag or we, you know, give me what you actually did as a kid Mm -hmm. so that I can then be nostalgic about it for you. Yeah. What
2: Does that if, make sense? No, it, it doesn't make sense. And, and, and admittedly, I did I did struggle a lot with with what you're what you're talking about, how specific to be, and and am I necessarily referencing just childhood? I'm not really sure. And yeah, all all, all those sorts of questions. And um, yeah, and and I, I can appreciate what you're saying. That I think I think it could use another layer of like, of like more. I mean, what you're really talking about is imagery. Like you're talking about you're talking about evoking some kind of yeah. Because if I can thing. see it,
1: yeah. Well, if, you, see it, if, you, but... if you think about the second verse, l- listen to it and then tell me what you see. Parked back at yeah, home, yeah. we'd shoot the shit past dinner time. No one would know that we were right outside. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, there's nothing in there for me to be like, oh yeah, I either remember that myself or well, I can imagine how that must have been. Right? Mm. Yeah. Well,
0: Susan, so so what do you think about this idea? Um, you know, keeping the course, you know, sort of the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the issues, I think, is because the first verse sets up a very kind of, you know, nostalgic kind of looking sort of um, image, which which kind of roots it. But what if instead of um, shoelaces being the shoelaces, that the shoelaces are a metaphor for um, wanting to hold on to love, like finding love, that's... So that you'd have a verse which is not about nostalgia, but maybe like trying to find someone and then sort of saying, like, give me, you know, give me my, give me my shoelaces. I want to hold on to something strong. Uh, give me my shoelaces. Um, I've had the wrong fit for too long. You know, there's that. Suddenly that throws it into a different light as opposed to being kind of a one-to-one type thing. Yeah. Yeah. A thought. Interesting. Does that make sense,
2: or is that just... That, make, that makes sense. That, that, that is spinning it quite a different... Yeah. Down a different paths, for sure. That, that, that's twisting it, which I'm not averse to. I've, I've done that before, where I have thought the song was about one thing, and if I twist it this way, it actually ends up being about something else, but maybe it's stronger that way, but who knows.
0: A great song about nostalgia is um, Night Moves by Bob Seeger? Seger. Bob mm-hmm. Seger. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a great one because it's really about you know him looking back and you know, um,
1: it also recolors the title, which was the thing that we did with Chad uh-huh, working yeah, on my yeah, yeah. working on my night moves, funny how the night moves, yeah. right? Mm. Does both uh-huh. of those things, cool, yeah. I mean, I think certainly the shoelaces could be a metaphor for lots of things, they could be a metaphor for you know, for for just what it is to be a kid and you could write it from an adult perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the shoelaces could be a symbol for the heavy weight of responsibility that you hold on to now. And you wish you were tied back to that time, that mm-hmm. innocence. Um, I'm thinking boys of summer too, is a, mm-hmm. is a, 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 a song. good song. Um, one of my
0: favorite lines is, uh, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. Cadillac, yeah, yeah. I said to myself, "You can't go back. You can never go back." It's just like, Whoa. Right?
1: detail, man, detail. What yeah. I would recommend if you're interested in rewrite, because obviously, like, if you love this, and we're not, blah.
2: Yeah. but no, 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 the, 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 this is literally like sketch five. I'm, I'm still, I, I, I'll, I'll usually go to sketch twelve. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would do like what what I would call like a free write on on visuals from your past. Hmm specific, as specific, and it doesn't matter. doesn't have to rhyme, just like get all the Mm -hmm. images out there and then you can arrange them and see if they fit. I love the second pre-chorus. I thought this was great. Simple lives are long gone, faded away with all the fun. I thought that was cool. Mm. I almost feel like I wish that were pre-chorus number one, Mm. because then I would understand what the song was about, but you still need to write to shoelaces. (laughs) Right. You still need to get us there. And yeah. then, what is, when you said I've had the wrong fit far too long, what did you mean by that? Like, um, what, what do you, what, what, why, what is the wrong fit for you?
2: Well, I think that that kind of came from just feeling like, not like maybe, maybe feeling like I had, like I had a clear place before. And now things don't quite fit.
1: Okay. So, you know, like there are the most things
2: in my life that don't feel like they're quite me.
1: I think that needs to be verse two. Mm. I think verse one is the setup. Young kid, blah, la la how How terrible are things have changed? I wish they hadn't. Give me my shoelaces. Verse two things now don't fit for me. I, I wish they did. And you don't use fit because obviously it fits in your chorus, but mm-hmm. move, move the story further along in time maybe mm-hmm. so that then giving my shoelaces will have a different meaning. The first mm-hmm. time it's about literally, you know, give me the old times. And then it's about give me something that fits That's, me. Yeah. yeah. That might be really nice. Mm-hmm. It's, such really cool it's such a cool hook. It's such an interesting idea.
3: Mm.
0: It is really. It's it's not something you, you come across very often, but I think mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. kind of uh um evocative. But <laughs> I'm wondering if there's gonna be kids going, What are shoelaces? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's a fax machine. And, and then um uh for me, so is the bridge um what are you trying to say in the bridge? Is the bridge overall something that is like a happy thing, or is the bridge like a longing thing?
2: It's it's more of a it, it's definitely negative. It's not a happy thing. It's um
1: okay. Yeah. It's so if, def- it's, 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 if it's, it's,
2: it's it's more it's more it's more it's more about the wrong fit idea.
1: Okay. So if it is the way that you have that verse constructed in your bridge is not telling me that. Mm-hmm. So you have a four-line structure, so even number of lines. You have what's called a through-written rhyme scheme, meaning that it goes from uh, night behind... Oh, sorry, it's not through-written. It's actually rhymed couplets. Night mm-hmm. behind heels and deal. And there kind of isn't any tension in that section mm-hmm. because you have two rhymes that connect, you have two rhymes that connect, and you're in a four-line section. So if I wanted to make you feel uncertain, feel that longing, I would manipulate that section to be a little bit different. Let me show you what I mean. I would mix up the rhyme scheme maybe. Mm -hmm. So it would go, as I walk day into night, I keep on digging in my heels. I'm afraid to fall behind. New kicks ain't such a good deal. So even that's giving me Mm -hmm. more. It's A, B, A, B, -hmm. right? right? Or what if I lengthened a line or shortened a line listen how that sounds as far as like creating like a sense of longing right as i walk day into night i'm afraid of falling behind keep on digging my heels new kicks new kicks new kicks ain't such a good deal mm. so now i've extended that last line so it kind of leaves you hanging mm. and it'll take you really nicely back into the chorus Nice. so if you're trying to create a song about, you know, ice cream, happiness, friendship, love, everything's cool, it's summer, woo mm. four-line structure, rhymed couplets, same number, like same length lines, awesome. But if you're trying to create a sense of stress, tension, longing, mess around with your rhyme scheme, mess around with your line length, create imbalance so that we can feel that as a listener. Um, mm. and it creates such a nice contrast to your chorus as well.
2: Yeah. Cause right now the, yeah, it's very structurally the same as, as the right. other things. And then, and, and that was part of it as well that I just, I just kept thinking like a lot of that, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the songs I was referencing kind of, kind of kept things symmetrical and catchy regardless of what their content was right. no, matter, yeah. no matter what, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Those are some uh, some brilliant insights. Um, those are really those are really good points. Yeah, the, the, especially the part with the bridge. I thought that was a um, a brilliant thought. I never would have thought about that extending the last line. But um, to really think about what you're trying to get in the, across in each section of your song, and mm-hmm. to make sure that it, it hits those kinds of uh, those notes. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of it'll be a fine song, but maybe you know, this. I guess the idea is to go from a song that's fine to one that's really, really good.
3: So, yeah, um, yeah,
0: certainly, the, and then those those details are are important. They're important. I, I think. I think it
2: depends on. I think, to a certain extent, it depends on the approach. Like, if I was doing a more, you know, folky singer y song, then I, I would probably pay m- much greater attention to those sorts of things where the structure lines up with, with that. But I was, I was trying to do like a, you know, like a, uh, like a medium tempo driving mm-hmm. kind of, kind of rock piece, which, which means, I mean, if, uh, a lot of the stuff I was, you know, listening to Eagles and CCR and all those uh, perfect rhyme, perfect rhyme, perfect rhyme, perfect grind. It doesn't matter what yeah. it is. It's always tough. It's always hard. It, was, it was just like, okay, let me see if I can do something, something like that. And, it, yeah. and yeah. but, but I, I do appreciate that, that, you know, there there is room for some of that. The the thing that I want to make sure that it's still like I can incorporate some of that, but still make it cool and catchy. Of course, like, I it, mean, like
1: yeah, I think the it, but... Foo Fighters are a really good example of a rock mm-hmm. group that makes extremely catchy songs that also have details in them. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a um, great point actually. You know, yeah. Jason Isbell's the four hundred. What is it? What is his rock? The Drive By Truckers. Isn't mm. that his band? It's rock, right? I think rock can 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 contain. I mean, we're not talking like Kiss, all right? So Kiss maybe doesn't contain. <laughs> like, you know, probably the lines are pretty balanced. I haven't analyzed Kiss lately, but you know, mm. right. they still now they they still have pretty good things to look at, and they still have they use a lot of internal rhyme. If I'm thinking about it, mm. I have, a, I have many thoughts on night Kiss. Long. Actually,
0: yeah, it's yeah, uh, okay. yeah.
1: Um,
0: Highway to Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think it also depends on what the song is about because your song depends on, like, it is about something yes. as opposed to something that's kind of th- throwaway, like, let's dance it his party or, yes. you know. Um, I totally agree, Phil. That I, totally agree. You know? I totally agree. changes everything, you know? I totally
1: agree because you
0: yeah and then because it is that shoelaces it's suddenly it's, it's about something so all these little things right, right. you know whereas my sharona may not be as as intricate because it doesn't have to be but although it's a fantastic song
2: yeah yeah absolutely i mean for yeah everything everything has its place right
0: yeah
2: um cool wow well, so what are you gonna do next with this neil well, I'm I'm, I'm going to continue to develop it. Like I'm going to take some of the ideas you guys are talking about and play around with them and see see what um, I, I was I I, I, I certainly wasn't 100 percent happy with the verses that I can appreciate even the bridge. Um, yeah, I just guess, I guess that only leaves I'm happy with the chorus.
0: <laughs> well, and I think one of the points that we like to make to our listeners is the songs don't have to be perfect when you send them to us. Can be just you and a guitar on your fan with your phone. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be great as long as we can make out some of the words and you know something. That's fine. It doesn't need to be yeah. fully produced. And I think yeah. that's the danger because everyone wants to make fully produced stuff. Well, and, and, and you, not even
2: fully. I mean, this this is kind of fully produced, whatever. Right? Yeah, fine, fully produced. But in terms of of a complete song, like I do have two full verses, a bridge, chorus, pre chorus like everything is yeah. there. It sounds like a finished song.
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: In my mind, it ain't a finished song. It still needs some yeah. work, right? right? But but that's, you know, but I think like for for when our listeners submit their songs, it doesn't even have to be finished in terms of you, you don't have to be 100% happy with the lyrics. You don't have to be 100% happy with your chord choices or the merrier melodies, you know, you can you can send it to us, you know, fully realizing or recognizing that there's room for improvement, as there is with everybody's yeah stuff, right?
1: It's yeah, that's where you get. When, how did, how did it feel writing in Mixo? Cause we kind of, I took us on a lyric path, but how was yeah, it yeah. for you? Like, how did it feel? Do you feel comfortable writing in Mixo after this?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I did go through, I, I did, I did write a bridge where I was doing what, what, what Phil was doing. Cause I, 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 I started playing around with, with the sort of descending, um, the, 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 the descending sort of, you know, sort of semitone.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, sort of, sort of, sort of thing, and then, and then, I realized that if I did that, I was I am escaping from Mixo. Now, I am going into thing. And I and I deliberately set up my challenge to stick in the Mixo the whole thing and see if I could see if I could pull it off. So, I, I I went back to my original bridge, which was which was just using the other chords um, in, in the palette. So, nice. I mean, yeah, but writing a Mixo I, I, again, the the thing the thing that I realize is that it's it's a pretty smooth mode, like everything yeah. everything just feels a little bit softer. Around around the edges, the contrast lines are not super strong. Everything just kind of flows nicely from one section to the to the the next, and it's not, you know, because a lot of the time, you know, like you write, like like if I did do that in the bridge and modulate to a different thing, then how do I go back to the chorus? That's always. A bit of a sticking point, a bit of a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Here, I didn't have to solve. I just, you know, I, 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 I'm almost. I'm a, every single section ends on an F seven, and then I start the next section with an F. Like it's not hard. <laughs> That's either. true. Hard actually. For the, the pre-chorus, so it's not, you know. And then, and then, and, and, and really feel that 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 was the reason for the little ramp up thing, the bump, 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 bump on the on the four chord on the right. B flat, just to just. To drop you to into get the us chorus, there. otherwise it, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think it would feel like a drop into the chorus. Right? I don't know, try it. I think you'll. But, but yeah, I'll give it a shot for sure.
0: Think you'll be. Think you'll be surprised.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think. I think in terms of energy map, momentum-wise, it might. Oh. It might be. Better that way, but you know, until I try it and hear it,
0: you be... just won't know. That's when I right. wonder
1: if the bridge like went to the five. I know you're using the five minor in there, but I wonder if. Bridge actually sat in five minor for a while. Mm. That might be really interesting to try. Because that's another characteristic of of mixo is the flat seven, and also the five is a minor as opposed yeah, to a yeah. major.
3: Yeah,
1: and that might be an interesting kind of sad. You'll introduce a little bit of sadness. Yeah, into, yeah. I, I, into I, I did your kind of feel
2: the, I did kind of feel the same with the with the two minor because it was right a little bit yeah. darker. Um, yeah, but
1: yeah, because yeah.
2: yeah. everything else kind of except for the pre-chorus. Uh, you know the verses and, and choruses all start on major chords. Right,
1: right. Yeah, and it's it's
0: in F maxillane, right? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. So the bridge I would be so. C minor or G minor, C minor F, minor, F minor F minor seven? Is that what you're talking about? G bridge?
2: minor, C minor, F seven.
0: Well that's what you have now, but so Susan was saying that you go to the minor seven. You'd
1: go to the the C minor.
2: But she's saying go to go to the C minor to start with.
1: Right. Oh, I switch It's, a, it's a, not not the two minor, just C minor. I'd say st- oh, I establish okay. five minor as your tonal center for a little bit of time in the bridge.
2: Oh, I switch and it, I, and, and I find too with a lot of a lot of these songs, like they would just vamp from like mm-hmm. C minor right, right.
1: five to one, five yeah. to five one, to totally, one. totally, totally, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and that's something. And I, I think I thought about doing that, but I wanted to write something a little bit more, yeah, involved. I guess I don't know why.
1: Nice. <laughs> Well, um, I, I have you guys discovered I just I wanted to like I found this guy on YouTube. You maybe already know there's a guy named David Bennett. Have you I heard, love heard of David, David Bennett. Bennett? Isn't he great? He, he, and, he, his
2: video was the first one we posted to that to that resource uh, because that was so the one that just like in my brain. And now I understand.
1: Yes. Right. The one about like brightness, brightness or, or darkness. darkness. Yes. So awesome. Yeah. I, I, for me, like he I, I play that in my class. Because I, I think it's just so, it's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's very, very simple. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you guys already know that.
2: Yeah. Anyway, um, cool. we mentioned a couple weeks ago, I, I found another YouTuber, I forget her name, an Australian uh, singer-songwriter lady um, who analyzed uh, You Ought to Know, the Lanish Morris set. Oh, nice. Which starts in Dorian, doesn't it sort of gravitates out of Dorian, does modal interchange, does a lot of modal oh, stuff in that song. And yeah, she yeah. Points out how, how cool it is and, nice. and analyzes it. It was a really good Is little, it Keppy really
1: Coots? Is it Kepi? Is that
2: her name? I her name. I've only seen a couple of her videos. Um, oh. Of, um, yeah. There's a lot of good content out there on YouTube for this stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: There is definitely... Well, I think we definitely nerded out on, uh, on <laughs> <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, this was <is> great.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, that's that was great. That's all the time we have tonight on Song Talk Radio as we hear the band. Because they want to go home. Neil, um... How do people get more of you? More of me, you can go to Neilmody.com. And Susan Catenio, uh, how do people get more of you? And what's 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 next on your plate?
1: Go to at Susan C Music on Instagram. That's where everything is right now. And I'll be doing a bunch of gigs in the Boston area. So look for That's me nice. on susancataneo.com.
0: SusanCatenio.com. Can you spell the last? C-A-T-T-A-N-E-O. Awesome. Don't forget, uh, we want to hear from you, the home listener, so send us your comments on Facebook or Instagram at, at Song Talk Radio or send us an email at feedback at songtalk.ca. Also, you can check out the YouTube channel for live videos of us doing the show like we are now. Uh, subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And don't forget to sign up. For the free newsletter at songtalk.ca. You can find the links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned here on the show on the resources page, songtalk.ca slash resources, and wherever you are in the world, you can join us online via Zoom at the next Song Talk Meetup. Free to join on meetup.com and free to attend. And we also do it um, every other month live in Toronto. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link and uh, meet some other great songwriters from all around the world and uh because uh, you can feel uh, neil people can follow you one more time neilmody.com susan that's one nice. more time can people get you? susancatanio.com you can follow me at philemory.ca. stop by the website at songtalk.ca to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest stay safe everyone and keep on, on writing, writing. Woo. well we got that that's good.